Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Canton's Morning News with Pam Cook. Bill Morgan in for Pam today. And late last week... Congress managed to avert a possible government shutdown. And to talk about that and what lies ahead in that department is Ryan Schmelz from Fox News Radio. Ryan, A, how did Congress manage to avoid seeing the government shut down? And as we look forward to when we saw it get pushed ahead for a decision-making process, what will the negotiating process be as a part of that? Hey, good morning, Bill. So essentially how Congress avoided uh, averting a government shutdown is pretty much they did what they've done the last three times, which is they get up against the deadline and then they decide to take the current government funding levels and extend the deadline for them. So now we're looking at a deadline of March 1st and March 8th. So certain parts of the government will be under that March 1st deadline. Other parts will be under that March 8th deadline. And what they have to do now is they have to pass what's called their appropriations bills. So they've got individual spending bills that fund different parts of the federal government. Pretty much the House will have to pass theirs. The Senate will pass theirs. Then they'll have to meet and negotiate. And if they come to an agreement, they send each one back to their respective chambers. They try to pass them again. And then they send them to the president's desk. Having said all of that, what do we think the realistic possibilities are of that actually happening by March 1st and March 8th? Well, many members have made it very clear, and these are different uh, parts of the political spectrum who have made this clear to me. You know, I've talked to some Freedom Caucus uh, appropriators who said, yes, we can get this done by the March 1st deadline. I've talked to the Democrat ranking member who said this better be the last time we do a continuing resolution or a short-term spending bill. So there definitely is a possibility. I, I think where, where the concern lies for a lot of Republicans is that we're going to be seeing what's called another omnibus, which is you cram all the appropriations bills together and you pass them at the last minute as one giant bill with thousands on, on thousands of pages of text. And then that's how you uh, pass the budget. And, and you have uh, lawmakers have barely enough time to even read this. So I think that's going to be a major concern. Uh, for a lot of members moving forward, is that this could be a possibility still. But they believe that they can get these appropriations bills done. The big question is, can Republicans get uh, enough votes and get everybody on the same page to pass them on a partisan basis? Because the idea is to get them passed uh, with a lot of conservative priorities and then send them to the Senate so they have some more uh, negotiation power when it gets to that. But the only problem is with Bill Johnson of Ohio retiring and some other members retiring, you know, their majority is very slim in the House right now. Talking with Fox News Radio's Ryan Schmelz on 1480 WHBC. How much pressure, Ryan, is on the Speaker of the House to try and get this done from his own party? Well, I think there is a good por- uh, amount of pressure on him. Obviously, I think there's always going to be the thought of the motion to vacate being possible here. You know, we've only seen one real threat when it comes to that. That's from Marjorie Taylor Greene who said she would uh, uh, use the motion to vacate if he puts a Ukraine spending bill on the floor. So that's not the same as this process that we're talking about right here. 
But obviously, when, when he already faced a significant amount of criticism from his fellow members over the top-line spending agreement that he came to with Leader Schumer when it comes to these 12 bills, you know, he's, he's under a good amount of pressure to get some conservative victories in here and potentially get some spending cuts in addition to this. So I think it's pretty high. On a different category, but somewhat tied into what we're talking about with pressure on the speaker, does the Republican Party really want to put a ton of pressure on the speaker, considering they already uh, got Kevin McCarthy removed from that speakership a very short amount of time into when he got nominated to that role? Right. I think there is this this sentiment within Republican circles where there is fear of what type of political backlash ousting another speaker could have. The problem is that it's so easy for them to oust a speaker. And the reason for that is, the you know, all it takes is one member to get up there and say, hey, I'm filing the motion to vacate. Then Congress comes to a standstill until they have that vote. And if every single Democrat votes to oust uh, Speaker Johnson, then you know, all it takes is just a couple of Republicans to do the same. So it's a very tough situation and one where, you know, I think Republicans are, are fearful that we're in a, a similar situation to what we were after Speaker McCarthy was ousted because that took three weeks for them to find a speaker who can get enough votes. So I think they're running into a big issue here where this next one, if, if in fact it happens, could be even more competitive. Ryan Schmelz from Fox News Radio. Ryan, as always, we appreciate it. Have a great Monday. Yeah, you too, Bill. Thank you very much.